Hello, I'm Rob Beckett. And I'm Josh Whittacombe. Welcome to Parents in Hell, the show in which Josh and I discuss what it's really like to be a parent, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, to make ourselves, and hopefully you, feel better about the trials and tribulations of modern day parenting, each week we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how they're coping. Or hopefully how they're not coping. And we'll also be hearing from you, the listener, with your tips, advice, and of course, tales of parenting woe. Because let's be honest, there are plenty of times when none of us know what we're doing. This episode is brought to you by the Inspire Collection by Kalia. Just because you're working out doesn't mean you shouldn't look fabulous. The Inspire Collection by Kalia was designed with both style and performance in mind. It looks good, feels good, and stays put no matter how you move. And the collection has everything you need for a day at the gym. A support bra, crop tanks, bike shorts, amazing leggings, and more. It's their most versatile collection yet. Shop the Inspire Collection by Kalia now, exclusively at Dick's Sporting Goods. Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, you're listening to Parents in Hell with... Marnie, can you see Rob Beckett? Rob Beckett. <laughs> can you see Josh Widdicombe? Josh Widdicombe. Good. Nicely done. A lot of reverb on that, oh. wasn't there? It was like they did it in an empty Royal Albert Hall. <laughs> it's beautiful, wasn't it? I know we're not one to judge sound quality. We're all a bit all over the place. That was that. Where was she? This is Marnie Drew, who's 49 months old. Marnie Drew. Marnie Drew. Marnie Drew sounds yeah. like a children's book. Yeah. A kid that solves mysteries. Marnie Drew. She lives with her aunt, uncle yeah, because yeah. of sort of troubles when she was younger. They're unspecified. Spends a lot of time in the woods. Yeah, yeah. Oh, mate, I heard a deer last night barking. You ever heard a deer bark? No. It's horrific. It sounds like someone being murdered. <laughs> Are you sure? How did you know it was a deer barking? Well, because basically they bark and then they leave a trail of blood. I've Googled it, actually. <laughs> now there's all blue tape around it because the police always do that after a quick deer bark. This podcast is going to be played out to the courtroom. <laughs> no, it was a horrific... <laughs> sound and then it was exactly the same sound for about 10 minutes and I thought no one's been killed for that long no no they wouldn't do the same sound and they might say words like stop yeah <laughs> do you know what I mean it was a dear bug sorry sorry Josh it wasn't just someone having passionate sex in your words oh potentially but I just first when I've ever had sex with anyone they've never made the same noise non-stop for 10 minutes more of the 10 minutes was the issue than the noise hey a bit of fun come on bit of fun Marnie Drew 49 months old what's that for my husband Nick and I have been listening since the early days when managing a baby solo with family 3,000 miles away you were and still are Thank God. You were and aren't really anymore. <laughs> Both reassuring, hilarious and always real. Reminding us that this is hard and being clueless is okay. We were living in Toronto at the time and Ooh, these short... Ontario? Ontario, yeah. Don't know why have I you said been that. to Canada? No, I feel like I have, but I haven't. I want to go. But it's like one of them, isn't it, where it's, like, it's quite far. You didn't do Montreal Comedy Festival? No, not done no, that. No, me neither. I know some people that have moved to Canada... They're a certain type of person, aren't they? What do you mean? They shop at millets. <laughs> well, you've got to be really into the outside. People I've known growing up who like outside have all moved to Canada. Yeah. I didn't realise until I sort of moved a bit further out and started having to like deal with mud and go on country walks that like how important waterproof shoes are. Yeah. You can't wear a pair of sambas, can you? Also, then all the shops, blacks, millets... That's all of them, isn't it? All the other ones. Just to be clear, yeah, you were just saying all the shops and then Blacks and Millets for an example of the shops. 
Because when you said, you know, Black's is a shop. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, just to be clear, yeah. <laughs> Before this is played in court for a different reason. I'm always going to get a new Gore Tex pair of shoes from <laughs> Asians, the shop. <laughs> Talking of Canada, most people I know who moved to Canada, a lot of Sri Lankans in Canada, oh, like yeah. his family, and then my daughter's friend at school's Sri Lankan. Her parents were born in Sri Lanka, and a lot of her family, so they go to Canada quite a lot. So what's that all about? I think when there was the civil war in Sri Lanka, a lot of refugees sort of moved. They went to the UK, Australia, and Canada were the three oh, places that they sort oh, of... Oh, because they're in the... Um... Commonwealth. Commonwealth. Yeah, so that's the sort of places where they would go to avoid the conflict for young families. Uh, When we did that, who do you think you are, whatever it is, DNA journey thing, me and It's not the same show, is it, Rob? It's the same thing. Me and Rob sat in a uh, dark cinema watching a... 20 minute video about how horrific all the stuff that happened in that in Sri Lanka was and both like started crying and I think they just left it out of the show because it was so bleak oh god and they were like oh it'll be quite like sad and then they'll be funny and they'll just meet him just crying <laughs> anyway sorry Josh let's go back to Marnie Drew it's weird when you do one of those shows you know when you do a show yeah that's obviously not able to say it's the other show but it's really like the other show yeah the whole time when you're on the production yeah. People are like, you can't use that word. There's a show, I'm not going to name the show, my friend was on, that is incredibly like Taskmaster. <laughs> they were never allowed to use the word task. Oh, really? They were like, no, th- these are challenges. They are not tasks that we're doing. It's a bit like, so I did DNA Journey on ITV where you are paired up with someone and then you did Who Do You Think You Are, which is on BBC and you're on your own. Yeah. So it's a bit like Coca-Cola or Pepsi. Exactly. And the other one is never mentioned on set. Yes. I don't know what you're talking about. I've never heard of DNA Journey. Let's move on. That's the classic thing, isn't it? That, where that you go to a restaurant where it's just Pepsi and they go, will Pepsi be okay? But no one's ever said that about Diet Coke. <laughs> no, no. Exactly. No one's ever gone, can I have a Pepsi Max? And they go, oh, yeah. will Diet Coke be okay? Oh, I suppose so. Are you a Coke drinker? I've got the odd Coke Zero. Lou, I don't know if I spoke to you about this before. It's an absolute fizzy drink fiend because she weren't allowed it as a kid. And now it's like she's an addict. I wouldn't buy it for the house, but she buys it in the house. It's in the fridge. You can't, you burpee. I love fizzy water. Love fizzy water. <laughs> right. What are we talking about, Marnie Drew? Let's... Love fizzy <laughs> oh, we Love talk. it. <laughs> to the point where I worry about my teeth. Not with Walter. No wonder you're stressed. No, no, no. You know James Gill? The comedy promoter, comedian, TV warmer. Yeah. Right? Yes. A dentist said you're drinking too much fizzy water. It's fucking up your teeth. You know what? Dentists can fuck off. He had to two grand's worth of work. Oh, I tell you, he's been swindled, mate. How much fizzy water is he drinking? <laughs> Have you not kicked at his gig? He's doing it for two litres a night. I told him about this 10 years ago when we started gigging. He goes to the shop and he buys a two-litre bottle of fizzy water, but like the cheap stuff from... Fucking treat yourself, mate. You've got Romesh playing at club every night. You must be earning. A two-litre bottle of the cheapest fizzy water there is. So God knows how they make it fizzy. And then about eight bananas and he'll drink two litres of fizzy water before his gig and then about five bananas. And he went, I just have to before every gig. I went, that has to stop. <laughs> and I told him that 10 years ago. He went, why? I mean, because there'll be one day you can't get a banana or fizzy water and your head will go and you don't need it. It's just your brain telling you if you think you need it. And then his dentist stepped in. Now he's done two grand on dental work. What's it doing to the, what just like corroding the yeah. fizzy water, bad for teeth. We're living in Toronto at the time and uh, the shores. <laughs> Marty Drew. Oh, I feel sorry for all of Marty Drew's family that w- waited to hear this bit. We've done Fucking five minutes on tea. Tedious bit of chat about a man they don't know eating too many bananas. I do think though, dentists are, you know, like it just feels like they love telling you you're doing it wrong. Oh, your teeth are dirty. Yeah, they need a good clean. Yeah, that's why I'm booked in for a clean. Yeah, actually, because there's bits I can't reach. Because you put a metal bar on the back of my teeth once, about 20 years ago, and now I get told off because there's shit around it. Well, not shit. I'm not eating shit. <laughs> Sorry, Josh. Go on, Marjorie. We were living in Toronto at the time, and the short story is that the lockdown was too hard, and we upped and moved to Dublin. Right. In okay. 2021, after 11 years in Canada, I'm Scottish. My hubby is English. Marnie's accent is a mix of Peppa Pig and YouTube. As she sounds like nobody we know. Stay sexy and relatable and a happy new year from Lynn. Oh, I do think it was quite a hardcore lockdown in Canada, wasn't it? Trudeau loved it, didn't he? 
Did all the lorry drivers stop driving or something? Uh, was that in Canada? Yeah. I don't know. Who cares? Still, we got a podcast out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Marnie Drew. Big up. What's her son called? Uh, no, Marnie Drew's the kid. Oh, fuck's sake. Who's the mum? Oh, my God, Rob. We got to the end of this. Now we're back in. <laughs> Lynn. Lynn. Lynn Drew. Lynn Drew. Lynn Drew. And Nick Drew. Nick Drew. Nick Drew. I recognise that name. God, what is wrong? I'm in a weird mood, Josh. Yeah? Because I've not been working that much over... I feel like all loose. I feel weird. You get stand-up withdrawal, I think. Yes, I do. I've got a weird. Lou gets the up with me. Yeah. I just indoors too much. How much stand-up do you need to do to keep yourself ticking over? Well, this helps. Doing this is sort of a purge. Yeah. Gets it out of me. Then my dream job. This is my dream job, right, Josh? Okay. Oh, thanks, mate. No, not this. My dream job would be. Uh, it's not far off it. I don't know what would have to happen for this to be ultimate dream. Stand up wise, my dream would be I'd do a gig Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, 11 a.m. at the bottom of my road to 2,000 people that changed every day. Yeah. That's quite a hard ask. Just the planning permission for a 2,000 seat venue. Well, no, you could move. Oh, maybe I could drive <laughs> for 10 minutes. How far are you from the O2? About half an hour with no traffic. Yeah, would you take that? I don't think I want to do the O2 every day. No, no, It's no. quite big, isn't it? What's your dream theatre? Do you know my favourite theatre is Birmingham Hippodrome? Oh, yeah, that is nice. Yeah, that is so nice. It's lovely because it's wide and... Because sp- what I hate is when there's a like a, an aisle down the middle of the gig... So, you know, there's sometimes like the big aisles in the bigger rooms, but Birmingham's like one big long math. No one cares, do they? Do you know what? Rose said she likes this stuff where we talk like comics. That's she? Yeah, but, well, yeah. I don't I know. Do I love the Burnham Hippodrome anyway, because it's it feels like one big mass and it's all low and all spread out and like they're below you and stuff like that, which is good. So that's why probably one of my favourite rooms. London Palladium again, another good one. We'll move on, Rob, from comedy. But can I just say, on the topic. I've got a talk, my tour. I'm going to announce a tour soon, Josh. Are you announcing your tour? Yeah, soon. Now? Not now, no. Right. No, because I haven't got any dates yet. They're sorting the dates out. And when we've got the dates, I've done the tour poster. Oh, have you? But I'm going to keep it a surprise. I wondered why you had a Hitler moustache. <laughs> I just thought you'd missed a bit shaving. No, I haven't. I've got a full beard and I've got a pink into Miami top on. At the moment, not for the tour poster. No, no, not for the tour poster, no. <laughs> that would be an insane decision. <laughs> Their sponsor, Auto Nation, on the front of my tour <laughs> No, that's just what I'm wearing now. My mate bought it who's redheaded, and redheads can't really wear pink. I can't wear pink. I can't wear pink. So he's given it to me, and he reckons it looks all right. So Yeah, I think it does. Hand me down. I've got, can I just say on stand-up, and then we'll move on to parenting. Yeah, because you've got loads to talk about. Go on. Oh, then we'll say what we're doing this week. What are we doing this week? We're doing two episodes which are both non-guest because we've both got so much catch-up to do people come up to me rob and say they're not fussed about the guest episodes well it depends on the guest doesn't it do you know my view my view rob what's your view i tell them to fuck off they'll get what they're given oh you've changed no i don't i think longer term you're much more likely to go back and listen to a guest episode aren't you I don't know. I, I'm employing my life philosophy to this show. Keep doing it yeah. until no one turns up. That's how I've approached my stand-up. I like the guest episodes. People don't dislike the guest episodes, Rob. Yeah. But they love the ones where me and you just talk about the Birmingham Hippodrome. I got humiliated in Screwfix yesterday. Did you? See, that's what people are fucking here for, Rob. Do you want to hear what happened? Yeah. Oh, I think this may be boring. I got a gas canister from home base, right? Yeah. <laughs> For my barbecue and pizza oven. Let's get a guest on. Let's get a guest on. <laughs> Ladies anyway, and gentlemen, well, please was... welcome Sharon Organ. <laughs> she hasn't got kids. She has. Has she? Get her on. Get her on. <laughs> what we should do is, well, why don't we? The people that we can't book, we should get someone like Matt Ford on to do an impersonation of them. Sharon Organ lives two streets away from me. Open the window and shout. <laughs> Open the window and shout. So does she live near you? Yes, yeah, I can see her house from my window. I wouldn't, uh, not in a weird way. I've got Gabrielle, Rio Ferdinand and Nigel Farage. Have you? <laughs> They're all within half an hour. One of the delivery guys went, oh, hello, Rob Beckett. Oh, oh yeah. He went, don't worry. I won't tell anyone you live around here. You know, it's secret safe for me, Matt. I know it's like privacy and all that. He went, yeah, because I also do Gabrielle, Rio Ferdinand. I was like, well, so you will tell people. <laughs> because you've just told me that Gabrielle are on your patch. Incredible. 
Anyway, got a gas canister from home base, took it in because it weren't working. They went, it's still half full. I went, well, it's not working. Anyway, back and forth, arguing, arguing. And then the, I literally, there's not a story here, Josh. Is this when the podcast ends? <laughs> anyway, I went into Screwfix. Let me tell you about Screwfix. I went into Screwfix because I needed some tools to just do basics. Why have I've- you told me about the gas canister? I don't know, because I, I went to go to get the tools from home base and sort the gas out, but then they annoyed me about the gas. And the tools for the gas canister? So the gas weren't working, and I went, can I buy a new one? She went, this is still half full. If you buy a new one, you're going to lose half the gas. I went, yeah, but it's not working. And she went, okay, well, have you tried it on another connector? I went, I've tried it on two connectors. I've got a barbecue and a pizza oven. It's not working. She went, oh, yeah, sorry. Well, there's nothing I can do. I went, well, Sell me a gas canister. Well, I said, well, can't I pay for a smaller one, and then you take this, and then I'll take a bigger one? And she went, oh, no, not really. I went, well, it's not working. She went, well, I suggest you maybe go and try it on a neighbour's one. I went, well, I've tried it on two. What do you mean just keep going around the streets trying it on people's barbecues? Hi, I loved your single dreams. Can I try a gas canister? <laughs> hey, Ferdy, real. <laughs> what are you cooking on, gas or coal? I need to check some, get my nozzle out. No, not actually coal. <laughs> Farage, don't worry about it. No, yeah. <laughs> I'm good. Anyway, so this blew my mind. I said, well, it's not working and there's still some stuff in it. So can you just swap it or whatever? Because it's like a faulty product. Well, it's not really our problem because we buy these gas canisters from a third party, then sell them to you. I went, yeah, I know. That's a shop. (laughs) That's everything in it. You're not Dulux, are you? Everything in it, you've bought from someone else and now you're selling to me. That's how a fucking shop works. Anyway, then they spoke to the manager and they swapped it over. So I went screw fix because I needed some tools just to do little jobs in the house, tighten stuff up, whatever. What is screw fix? Screw fix is like Argos for geezers. Right. So I just realised, obviously, you mainly hear about screw fix in every advert break on Talk Sport, but I don't, think I've, ever, I don't think I've ever been in. It is literally Argos, but for right. blokes right. and geezers and lads and tradespeople, which are sometimes women, yeah, but mostly men with big knee pad things on and scruffy DeWalt. But judging by where they advertise, they've targeted their market. Yeah, I mean, like, look, Screwfix would have diversified as much as they possibly can, but I think the majority of their people that come to listen to talk sport, right? Yeah. So not just men, angry men. You're more likely to bump into Farage than Gabrielle. Yeah, yeah. Actually, to be fair, in Screwfix, she went, Gabrielle comes in here. No, no. Oh, my life. <laughs> <laughs> You're Gabrielle. <laughs> Because he went, do you want to sign up with an account? I went, I don't want a trade account as a screw fix. And he went, yeah, Gabrielle does that too, keeps it anonymous. I was like, well, she's not doing a very good job. Between you and the delivery guy. Anyway. If you see Gabrielle, we'll have her on. I'd love a Gabrielle on. Oh, I love Gabrielle. Big fan of Gabrielle. Gabrielle, come on. Yeah, but I don't want to start talking shop when I'm trying to check my gas canister on her. Do you think if you saw Gabrielle, it's that thing where do you acknowledge the person? If you're off the telly or famous, you sort of do a weird nod with other people that are off the telly or famous. It's a weird thing. It's like Beatle Drivers, isn't it? So the first time I realised I was famous, yeah. when Joe Swash said hello to me like he knew me and he didn't know me. And I thought, right. we're in here. This is happening. The Swash seal. But yesterday, I was sat in the coffee shop. I won't name the person. We've named everyone, why not? Yeah, why not? All right. Bat for Lashes, the... Um, <laughs> You could have named it. I've no I've fucking idea. Well, exactly. So she's a... <laughs> she's a well-regarded musician from... Yeah, the, maybe in your street. Yeah. Who the fuck back for Lashes? There she is. Singer-songwriter. Yeah. Yeah, darling. So back for Lashes has walked in. No, she sat on my table. Oh. And we had a conversation. Natasha Khan. Why yeah. is she sat on your table? Because there wasn't any tables. So she went, can I sit here? Yeah. Oh, it's like Stella Street. It's like Stella Street. Such an underwhelming Stella Street. Me, Bat Falatris, and Tommy Walsh. He's got a kid. Get her on. Anyway, but there was none of that. I thought, I know you're Bat Falatris, but you've got, you exist in a world where you've not seen eight out of 10 cats. Does countdown. No, I think she probably exists in a world where she thinks he probably won't recognize me. Anyway, what I'm saying is, Rob, Gabrielle in Screwfix, would you say hello, Gabrielle? Would you reference that you're Rob Beckett and she's Gabrielle? The thing with Gabrielle is you can definitely know it's Gabrielle. Yeah. Because of the eye patch. It's quite... Doesn't she just have the the hair over her eye now? Well, I don't know what she does when she's doing DIY. (laughs) 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 uh, She probably ties it up in a top knot like they do in (laughs) rom-coms. 
Big dungarees, top knot. <laughs> listening to some sort of funky. Listening to talk sport. <laughs> you walk in, Gabriel's like, fucking hell, what's going on at Arsenal? Mikel Arteta, get him out. <laughs> oh, anyway, so I'm in there. Gabriel's there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Simon Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> Jim White. We're all in the queue. <laughs> And the Brazil's having a drink. He's clocked off early. <laughs> anyway, though, so a lovely in-screw thing. They said Gabrielle comes in and she buys it anonymously as well. I just went, look, I've moved out. And the truth is I've never had a toolkit ever. Yeah. Nothing. I've got like one screwdriver. And I said, I need stuff. Not necessarily for me to do stuff, but if... But for Luke. Well, if like Lou's dad's round or my dad's round and they go, oh, I can fix that. At least I can go, oh, it might be in here what you need. <laughs> like having a first aid box. Exactly. I went, he went, look, mate, I just need... He was a really nice geezer. He called Rob, big up Rob, Elmer's and Screwfix. I went, I just need a tool set. And he showed me this set. It was like 35 quid and it had one of everything you'd need, right? Yeah. And then I needed some spanners. And then he started to sell me WD-40 because I've got a creaky dog. Yeah, it's good to have some WD-40. Always useful. But the little ones were like 10 quid. I've got a big fat trade one. It was only six quid, but people don't want to buy stuff that's bigger. No, exactly, Rob. I've got a trade WD-40. Did you ask what Gabrielle's got? <laughs> this WD-40 without live me, they'll use it on my coffin. <laughs> it is massive. <laughs> Should I go get it? Does it go <laughs> off? <laughs> Does it go off? It's crazy. Oh. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Rakuten. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including headliners, Ulta, Ray-Ban, and Canon. Rakuten is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals during Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th. The cash back rates are even bigger. I'll be shopping for Adidas and Fenty. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of Big Give Week's 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. There he is. I've got me toast. Is that your toast? Tool bag as well, mate. Right. I'll tell you what, I was out of breath running then. Yeah. I didn't. It's a bad sign over Christmas. Where do you keep your toolkit? At the moment, on the kitchen table. <laughs> <laughs> Look at your little fucking spirit level sticking out. I've got spirit level, mate. Spirits are high at the moment. Uh, you can use your phone for spirit level. But, you yeah, know. just like all the different like basic stuff you need. Right. Whoa, look at that. Look at that, boy. There's the little red straw. Bigger than my head, WD-40 trade size. I'm in the trainer. 600 milliliters. You're going to lose that red straw. You're going to be back in screw fix saying, I just want a red straw. And she'll be going, we don't just sell the red straws. Well, according to this, it went out of date last August. No. I don't know if that was when it was made. Or... That must be when it was made. It can't go off. There's proper blokes listening to it. Gabrielle's probably laughing her head off listening to us. That's <laughs> WD-40 go off. Got no idea. It can't go off, can it? That must be when it was made. Anyway, I was in there. So I got me WD-40. I got me tool set and some spanners. Yeah. I went, look, I don't need anything proper. Like, because they've set it there for like two grand for like proper... Trace. I, mean, I don't know if I just need something that can help me do this and all that because yeah. I'm crap at DIY and then another bloke in there went you're crap at TV presenting as well oh no oh that's a shame I went I'm not really bothered as long as I keep getting rebooked I'll take that and <laughs> sort of quite yeah, awkward. Fun. yeah and then from the back of her dreams can come true <laughs> I bet he wouldn't say a crap at singing to Gabrielle. But I feel quite intimidated in those. I find, like, even I'm quite laddie, but in those situations, I'm on high alert because yeah. it's like alien territory. There'll be loads of sort of tough, geezery blokes with big, strong fingers. Yeah, those big old fingers. They're just going to say stuff. 
And also they're like that level of banner, just like, you're shit. And it's sort of like, oh, okay. That was a punter, not a, a worker in Screwfixer. On the subject of big old fingers, Rob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can we talk about the Masked Singer? Yes, we have to talk about the Masked Singer. My daughter's got into the Masked Singer. Who's her favourite? So I got a message from Joel, Rob. Joel Domit? She fucking went mental for it. Oh, because he's a post of the Masked Singer, so she loved it. And she loves Survivor. Does she? <laughs> no, not <laughs> Come on, Rob. She's quite young for that, is it? I didn't think that was a kid's programme. No, she likes like those kind of reality... She likes Strictly. She likes a competition. My kids love the Mamma Mia program, Val and Carr. She watched that? No, but she would love that. So, listen to this. Joel Domit here, host of The Masked Singer and Survivor. I hear you're a fan, and I just wanted to send you a message to say thank you so much for watching both of them. It's incredible. I really appreciate it. Uh, I'm also a big fan of your dad. Huge fan. He is... Honestly, from my perspective, one of the coolest people in the world, in the planet. He's the coolest guy. And uh, so sometimes, you know, if you're a daughter, you don't know that about your dad. And I just wanted to let you know that I think your dad, Mr. Josh Wiggum, is one of the coolest men alive. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. I hope to meet you soon. Bye-bye. He's such an accomplished liar. <laughs> No wonder he could present TV so well. About a minute later, we received a second video. My wife said that I should add, your mum is also the coolest person. <laughs> <laughs> you get the gist. Well done, Hannah. Good save for Joel there. So the reason I was alerted to the Masked Singer so quickly this series is my friend texted me and said that he is certain that Bigfoot... The character Bigfoot. If you don't wear the Masked Singer, it's people dressed up in funny outfits. They sing and you have to guess who they are. And they're famous people. Obviously masked. And what I'd say is, it's normally almost impossible to guess. So everyone, loads of people have said it's been me before and stuff, but it's so yeah. hard, it's impossible. However, I'd say this series, there's a little gap of light through what was once an impenetrable wall of mystery. <laughs> yeah. We're talking Bigfoot here. <laughs> We're talking Bigfoot. If you're at home and you're watching Bigfoot, it's Alex Brooker from my compadre from The Last Leg. Yeah, and Bigfoot is the one that's got a cast on his leg and the person in the costume singing sort of bounces on one leg to the other as if he has got his own prosthetic leg and then he talks through a song with the exact voice of Alex Brooker. <laughs> but he won't admit it to me. So I've texted him as well. Yeah. Complete denial. Complete denial. We refuses to accept... <laughs> That it is him. <laughs> it has to be him. If it's not him, I will go on the Masked Singer with my dick out. <laughs> Still wouldn't be able to guess it's you. <laughs> but he's refusing to accept it. Yeah. And I need it said on record now. <laughs> You've spotted him. I've spotted him. Not just me spotted him. Everyone spotted him. <laughs> Well, the thing is, there's not many celebrities with his kind of accent. You know what I mean? No. That sort of estuary. Not many people make it onto the telly from like Chatham or where's he from? Rain, around that way, isn't it? Ashford. Ashford, yeah, around that sort of mid-Kent area. Yeah. With that estuary accent. And because I love Alex, I wouldn't call him a natural singer. Well, according to the way the votes went, he's a better singer than Dion Warwick, who was eliminated <laughs> in week one. Ah, ah. Who are we to judge? Who are we to judge? If it is him, if it is him. We think it is, so we'll find out. after have to tune in to find out. I messaged him saying, how much do you get paid to go on The Masked Singer and do you not get your full fee until it's revealed in case you tell people? Because he is not... And he's a right old... He'd tell you anything, Alex. He would tell you anything. He's keeping stum. I'm very <laughs> impressed. Because if it wasn't him... I think he'd go in overdrive and go, that bloke has got my exact voice. Yeah. Who the fuck could it be? <laughs> but the way he moves as well, it's so Alex yeah. Brooker. Yeah, there's also a clue when he's does his video and he says he's in a forest and he says, I'm friends with the hills. Oh. Which is Adam Hill. And I thought, well, that's not well, true. That can't be true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a bit of fun. <laughs> Sorry. And we all enjoyed it. 
He's literally got a crutch. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, how's your week been, Rob? <laughs> it's thirty-five <laughs> minutes in. Right, I'll tell you a few things I've been up to. Okay. Yeah. Before Christmas, I never told you about this. Before Christmas, yeah, I did a corporate gig for some sort of estate agents firm. Yeah. Guess who was in the front row? Sat down at a table. Phil and Kirsty. No, someone who has no no connection to estate agents whatsoever, but has a connection to this podcast. Very loose. I'll give you a clue. Massive microphone. Roger Black. Roger Black. What? Roger Black is an ambassador for this company. <laughs> Last gig before Christmas. Who Lou fancies. Lou fancies. He come over, Roger Black, and said, hey, Rob, it's Roger Black. Do you know what? So attractive. <laughs> so handsome. <laughs> he came in. He's about six foot three. For some reason, I thought it was my eye. I thought it was a little fella. I thought it was a little skinny fella. He's tall, wiry. Looks like the kind of person that would do really well on Total Wipeout yeah, yeah. or Ninja Warrior. One of those sort of wiry, lightweight, but strong guys. He's won a silver medal at the Olympics. Yeah. Very sporty. I reckon he'd be good on Ninja Warrior. He's <laughs> 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 Olympic medalist. Anyway, Roger Black came over. Absolutely handsome devil, lovely guy. Really, hi, how's it going? I'll oh, send my love to Lou and Rose. Yeah, I bet you do, you little dirtbag. <laughs> and then he went, yeah, we're just here. We work with the we're ambassadors for this company called I went, we? He stands to the side, Steve Backley. <laughs> Is that one of Josh's fever dreams? Yeah, incredible. Steve Backley's there. And what would you say? Steve Backley, good on Ninja Warrior? Do you know what? I, I think he'll do well, but I just think he's so big and strong. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes that can hold you back when you need to do yeah. the agile bit. Big old hand. And that, oh, that javelin oh, didn't he, stand a chance. No, he'd be fine in screw fix, wouldn't he? <laughs> he'd do great in screw fix. Um, yeah, so it was really, really weird seeing Roger Bloke. Did, did you did you reference his exercise equipment to him? No, there were moments where the only people laughing in the room were Steve Backley and Roger Bloke. <laughs> I'd Good. say that happened Gentleman. a lot. Gentlemen. Great, great guy. Great guy. Absolutely great guy. Um, I wanted to ask about Elf on the Shelf. You don't do Elf on the Shelf, do you? No, because you warned me against it. Yeah, then I felt like I was being a bit of a Grinch, but I think most parents give up halfway through. But yeah, yeah you, you're supposed to do um, like Did a Did you little... do it? No, no, I didn't do it. We don't do it. I don't yeah. know if I felt bad. No, because have you done it before? Uh, yes, and I was working a lot, so I think it would just feel to Lou. So is it just moving an elf around all the time? Yeah, yeah. so you basically every morning the elf's in a different position doing something naughty. Bloody um, <laughs> <laughs> hell, mate. Barking in the field like a deer. <laughs> um, but, you can, but so you have to sort of. Say, but you're not allowed to touch the elf. If you touch the elf, it ruins the magic kind of thing. So so you have to wait till they're a bed to sort of move it every night and stuff like that. Wow, wow, wow! Warning, trigger warning. Okay, yeah, trigger warning, guys. So yeah, I, I want to ask about that, but that feels like we're in January yeah, now. Yeah. I've started. I, I've started watching. I, I don't know if I'm a fishy and old man, but I've started watching war documentaries. Josh. Oh no, I've watched that one on Netflix. I just Which I one? didn't know I'm anything about the war. Yeah, I don't. I won't tell you the result. Have you got to the end? Well, no, uh, no. But I, so I knew that Germany invaded Poland. Yeah. England were fighting them. Britain and then Britain. Yep. <laughs> and then America joined in. I didn't know Japan were involved. They ain't well, quite. Yeah, yeah. Japan bombed a... Pearl Harbor. Rob. <laughs> yeah. Um. And uh, Russia. Yes, it was mental, wasn't it? <laughs> it like. It really got, do you know what? Jesus. It got out of hand, didn't it? Oh, mate, it was. I was watching it. This can't have happened, can it? So what, which one are you watching? Oh, the one on Netflix. But I spoke to my mate who loves war. He always watched, and he was like, yeah. that's such a basic bitch entry. Oh, is that's it? Like, it's sort of like, if you've never known anything about war, it's your, it basically six episodes does all your major points. The world at war is the one that people talk about a lot. Right. But it's like 27 episodes. Oh no, I don't think I've got time for that. I just sort of I smashed through it in two days um, yeah, over Christmas. If you're looking for plump lips at last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XE and Juvederm Ultra XE, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J U V E D E R M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XE or Juvederm Ultra XE. 
Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you are allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all gel fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit www.juvederm.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Um, we didn't, I didn't talk about Copenhagen, did we? Or going no. to Timberley. when did you go to Copenhagen? Fuck it, weeks ago. I just can't even sort of remember what happened, Before to be honest. after Christmas. It was before Christmas. Bloody hell. How was it? It was good, though. Really good. Did the um, kids like it? Um, kids absolutely loved it. I would, I would, rec- we, st- we, we went to the Tivoli Ho- Congress Hotel, which is sort of like 20 minutes from the airport. Yeah. If you, if you stay there, you sort of get a ticket into the park, which you get like ride, you get to unlimited rides. This Legoland. You get food. No, it's the Tivoli, which is like a little theme park. Right. But what I'd say is the most magical and Christmassy place I've ever been. So if you had young kids, you could just fly in there. It's only about an hour from London. Fly in there. Go straight to this Tivoli conference hotel thing. Uh, I'm not being paid to say any of this, by the way. It's not like an advert. I just went and then just do two days at Tivoli and it's proper Christmassy and magical. And there's enough stuff in Tivoli, like gasoline grill, which is like the burger place that the bloke from Noma started. So there's enough sort of... Copenhagen-y stuff in there. So it doesn't feel like you're just going to Thorpe Park and visit yeah, London. Yeah. Um, but if you want to do an extra day, you could sort of do a day around Copenhagen, but my kids don't really care. Do you know what I mean? They just want to go on rides and eat, have like hot chocolates and stuff. But it, it was amazing. But everyone thought I was Danish. Was it, it was Christmassy. So the most Christmassy place I've ever been, I think. And they all thought I was Danish when we checked in. Because of the way you look. Because of the way I look. And I had quite a longer beard at this point as well. <laughs> She's checking me in and she started looking at me weird. And... And then the, the the woman behind checking went to Lou, is he, is he? And Lou thought she was going to say, oh, is he like off the telly? She went, yeah. is he Danish? And Lou went, <laughs> no. She went, he's doing, but he's doing the, he's pretending to be English. He's, I was like, Lou was like, what? She went, oh, I thought he was just pretending to be a Londoner. She was like, no, he is. <laughs> she went, oh. A lot of people thought that in your first TV appearances. <laughs> Um, then uh, yeah, then when I was in the, this restaurant, everyone come up to me speaking in Danish, and I was like, "Oh, English! I don't know." And they went English, and then this bloke took a chair because he wanted a chair, and this bloke next to me, big old, he went, "Viking boy." <laughs> it's quite fun. Yeah, I can see. You do look very Danish. Have yeah. you got any Nordic, uh, any Viking genes? You've been on DNA journey. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I might have on another side on my mum's side but they never really covered my mum's side on that DNA journey no. oh I was in the soft play the other day Josh yeah right? we're trying to tie the kids out to come soft play then my daughter was in there she's six okay and she's very um, very chilled and very caring and calm and we went in there and then she I, got, I went in to try and find her to tell her her food was ready and there was like like an an 11 year old kid in there that was like on the border of being you know it says max height for the soft play yeah he was on the border of being too tall for this. Like I, I couldn't go to him. You're too big. Get out. Yeah, but yeah. he was. You could argue he was. And uh, he went. Oh, just so you know that she hit us and pushed us off this, so she could have a go. Just thought you should be aware. Oh my god! And I was just looking at him, and I was like, first of all, what kind of passive aggressive shit is that? Yeah. Just so you're aware. Like, yeah. Secondly, you're twice the size and you've got three mates. If she's beating you all up and chucked them off, either she's the next UFC champion or you're all four pussies. How, like, even forgetting gender, four on one and with a five-year age gap. It's from six to 11 is a big age gap. Yeah. He's cubed up this kid and he's in there trying to get in the ball pit. And I was just like, oh, yeah, right, whatever. And then took me out. I, like, I, I was like, all right, Ashley, yeah, whatever. And I didn't know what to say, but I was like, that must be bullshit. She it was. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't, 
just didn't know what to say. Um, oh, that was amazing. A few more bits, and then we'll do some correspondence. Right. So I've got this new game that the kids love doing, which is quite fun. It's quite good to practice meditation, Josh. Are you ticklish? Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. So I am. I'm ticklish on my feet. But yes, yeah, so feet kill me. So I sometimes rule that out. But I'm still quite ticklish. Someone gets my sides on my neck. Yeah. I'm, I'm, so I've got a situation where my daughter will wake me by tickling my foot. Right. That's all. That's horrible. That is. That and is I am awful. ticklish. But my son, who's obviously two and a half. Yeah. Uh, he will tickle me, and he's he's, he's shit at it. <laughs> I have to pretend, pretend that I have to pretend he's just kind of saying tickle, tickle. I'm rubbing his fingers on my back and I'm like, this is doing nothing. Mate. It's actually quite nice. Yeah. <laughs> relaxing, actually. I don't have to freak out like I'm being tickled. So, so we, I do the ticklish. I go again, I go to a game where I sit there and I get my, I, I sit like quite calmly and try and do deep breathing. And then I say to the girls, I'm not ticklish. Oh, yeah. And then that's like the common to them try and tickle oh, me. Oh, yeah. And it's quite good because actually, if you just deep breathing and just try and distract from the tickling, you can not react for quite a long yeah, time. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they go skits because they're like, he's not ticklish anymore. <laughs> and then they normally resort to the feet, but that, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. only one I can't just completely tap out. But actually, <laughs> round the neck and all that, the thought of it's worse than the actual tickling. So I thought that's quite a fun game to play. Yeah, I'm going to try that. With your own kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Let's get yeah. that clear. Before yeah. you start to get a sleepover round. Come on, girls. <laughs> I'm gonna do that. Ask ask me for I won't I won't have done it by Friday. Hopefully it'll go better than socks in the bath where your kid this, just lost this it. time oh yeah, yeah. This time next week yeah. I'll t- I'll do I'm not ticklish. Okay, that's how it goes. Um a couple of other things were was uh so Lou's sister's moved into this flat and she hasn't got kids, but she, and and everything's very like aesthetically pl- her house is beautiful and it's all like lovely calm palettes of like different colours, but they all match and it's all very like beige and brown and light blues and pass and you see her out, you feel like that just looks such a calm, lovely place. And it, she was like was like, What do you want for Christmas? Christmas, she went, well, do you know what? I've been trying to get artwork for the walls um, and stuff. It's really expensive, not so much I like, but um, if there's, could the girls paint me something from like, some, like give them, if I get my canvas, could they just paint something for the walls? And she was like, yeah, uh, was like, yeah, okay, if you want, like, we can do that. They love painting. She went, yeah, cool. So if they could just pick from this palette. <laughs> and it was like, these pa- and I was That's like, right. Do you know what? Yeah. Fair play to her on that. I like yeah. it. She knows what she likes. Yeah, so she said, I like really like light pink and blues. Yeah. So my da- I wish I still had a picture of it. I have to find it. My daughter's got this canvas, found the brightest pink and the brightest blue. Like, it's sort of like from a... So if you if you're opening a candy shop on Oxford Street, it was that <laughs> bright. Like this pink. In, into yeah. Miami, cover of my tour poster pink. Yeah. And they ju- one of them just wrote pink and blue on it. And <laughs> 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 so she's got these things out. But that's such a lovely non-kid way of like, if I give them like a, their kids will do whatever the fuck they want. They're not sticking to a colour palette. Do you reckon it's going up, Rob? I don't think so. I think it almost sort of, I don't think so. I think, mate, I don't know. I don't know if it's gone up. We'll have to ask, but I don't think it'll go up. They've done, um, they've done some ones for me, actually, for my, um, do you want to see my ones? My office. I'm going to put, I'm going to take it down and put them up. They've done these, but it's very much. Oh, that's nice. They've got, what have they got here? They've got Lego. They've written Lego on it. Love. Love. Rainbow. Oh, nice. And a son that's also a basketball, because I like basketball. Oh, that's good. And a football next to it. And then the other yeah. one is a heart in a rainbow. Lego written on it. <laughs> heart, that's, a, a son that's a football. So, yeah. Oh, that's I'll nice. Up behind Kids me at the fucking office. love rainbows, don't they? My daughter... Draws rainbow after rainbow after rainbow. They love them. Love the rainbow. They love uh, a rainbow. I don't, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I think it's because it, they get to use lots of colour. Right, you don't have to yeah, yeah. Did I tell you about the going to the dump before Christmas as well? No. Oh, no I've got to go to the dump this weekend. I can't wait. Uh, do you know what? It was so liberating Christmas week. There was a great vibe. Oh, no, you did Christmas tell me about Saturday. this. You did tell oh, me. I fucking loved it. Um, anyway, wait, I've told you about this. Yes, let's, I'll tell you what, let's do a quick bit of correspondence. Shall I do it? Uh, yeah, you do it. Okay, here we go. Why don't you do it and then we'll do a small biz as well. Uni drop-off stories. Here we go. My mum had a friend whose son went to uni. Uh, a couple of weeks in, he started to run out of clothes. So on Sunday, he filled his washing basket and headed to the laundry. 
at some point around lunchtime, his mum called him to check in, see how he was doing. He's clearly a bit distressed at his laundry situation. When questioned, he said he'd been there half a day, spent a small fortune and still had a long way to go. Slightly confused, my mum asked what he was doing, to which he replied, he was just following her instructions. After from some discussion, it transpired that his mother's advice, to which she thought uh, was a semi-competent human being, was simply follow the instructions on the labels. Well, most labels, including the instruction, wash separately. <laughs> it turns out he was using all six washing machines. Putting one item of clothing in each and then waiting to do the next round. <laughs> but they do say that a lot, don't At they? At the time of his mother's call, he was on his third rotation of all six machines but had only washed 18 individual items of clothing. <laughs> From Giles. Do not iron print. So well, I'm just seeing what the instructions are for this. Tumble dry low. Tumble dry shrinks everything, doesn't it? Oh, I think they're a waste of time. Shit. It's fucking shit. I think they're a waste of time. Pants and socks, apart from pants and socks yeah. and kids' clothes, I just don't think it's worth it. No, it's not. And especially those ones we had a washing dryer. I was like, oh, it takes forever. You can't dry something in something that was wet. No, the heartbreak when you realise you've shrunk something and then you try and wear it and try and convince yourself <laughs> you haven't and you know it's too small now. Oh, another correspondence? Let's do one more. Why not? Should we do a January birthdays in honour of your daughter's uh, not your daughter's, in honour of your birthday, Rob, which is in January. Oh, yeah, yeah, my birthday, January the 2nd, it's been and gone. Hello, you sexy and relatable trio. I was just listening to the post-Christmas catch-up episode where Rob said that any birthdays after the 10th of January are pretty much a write-off. So mm. to say, I'm going to 40th tonight. This is January the 6th as we record this, Rob. Oh, God, who's and doing you, that? And you just feel for the bloke every year. Oh, no, no one wants to go out tonight. If you did a poll of the country, no one would go. Do you want to go out? No. Why? Because I'm skinned from Christmas. I'm fat and I'm on a diet. I'm doing dry January and I hate people. <laughs> also. I've spent too much time also, with people over a month. I need to watch Mars Singer and get to the bottom of who Bigfoot is. <laughs> <laughs> but it is his 40th, but yeah, it just sort of. Yeah. Don't I, bother, mate. I might drive. Yeah, if you're not drinking, definitely drive. You'll be able to get yeah. parking there. God, we're boring. God, fucking hell. Fucking Nora. Fuck. God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. This is only going to get worse. <laughs> I started it. I said I might drive. Who cares? No one at home gives a flying fuck if I'm going to drive to Camberwell. What will be three days ago? The only way that is an interesting bit of the podcast is if yeah. I'm killed in a road accident tonight. <laughs> oh, and they hear me and you agree that it's a good idea. That is the only way. And we put this podcast out in tribute to me. Yeah. Oh, who would I get to replace you? <laughs> well, that one, let's see on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> it's a half hour drive. There's no, no traffic. You'll be all right. <laughs> Blackball Tunnel. Okay. Uh, my birthday is the 10th of January, so very much at the end of Rob's cutoff point, but I'd make the case that we're still very much in the bracket with this story. For my eighth birthday, I was having mm. friends and family around for a party when my parents realised they'd forgotten a birthday cake. My mum, mm. in her panic, instead of nipping to the local shops, and there was definitely enough time to do this, badly re-iced the half-eaten Christmas cake and presented it to that me. That is in awful. Oh, my God. That is bad, isn't it? No, January is a write-off. Also, as well, for I do think for adults, really, just your birthday, no one gives a fuck, no. mate. Um, just who cares? It, go on holiday. Just spend any money and go on holiday. Alert if I've said this before about January's birthdays, yeah. but on that Christmas cake re-iced, I've got April birthday. When I was a kid, occasionally people get me Easter eggs. As a present? As a present. No, that's that is not, not okay. That is not I agree. That is not acceptable. Because I think they look quite big, but they can be quite cheap sometimes, can't you they? Can't so, oh, it's a big present. Here's your joint Easter and birthday. Because you're not getting me an Easter anyway, mate. Also, I don't really think you should buy kids Easter eggs. It's just so much chocolate. Like, maybe get Easter, like, one. But Easter like, day is fucking mental. It's <laughs> it's just unacceptable. The amount of chocolate. Just one, just have one really nice one. Right, let's stop now. This is, I feel like we're two old men. Mo we are two yeah. old men. I mean, we'll be just back accept more it. Friday. Will there be a guest? Has this I mean, been done a small business, have we? Oh, my word, small business. 
There we go. Hi, Rob and Josh. Mum of a two and a three-year-old here and an avid listener of your podcast. I would love a small biz shout-out for my saxophone business that I set up yes. in the summer of 2022 when I was off work with glandular fever. Sounds like a Simpsons episode. <laughs> now, if you're looking to add a touch of elegance and soulful melodies to your special event, look no further than Mrs. Oh. Sax UK with a passion for music that knows no bounds. Make sure you spell that right in Google. Hey, hey. I'm sure they'll still have a passion for something that knows no bounds. Oh, Mrs. Sex UK. Mrs. Sex UK brings the magic of the saxophone to life in the heart of the UK, whether it's a wedding, corporate event, or any celebration. Mrs. Sax UK's smooth tunes will set the perfect ambience, creating unforgettable memories and moments that will last a lifetime. Instagram, Mrs. Sax UK. Thank you, Charlotte. Big up, Charlotte. Mrs. Sax UK. Now, Rob. Mm-hmm. I've seen I've seen your skin tone in that pink top. Yeah, yeah. Hello, Rob and Josh. I'd love you guys to do a shout out for my small business. I'm a mobile spray tan expert based in West <laughs> Malling, but Respect. originally from Orpington Stroke Petswood. Okay. Find me on Instagram under Jennifer Stowers Tan. Feel free to book me if Lou or Rose want a, a winter glow. I spray tan men too. I will happily offer 20% off any listeners that quote Parenting L20. Thanks Ooh. so much and Happy New Year from West Malling, Kings Hill. Do you know where West Malling is? Yes, it's not too far. Well, there we go. If you look brown it's on Kent the Friday Wayne. one, then we know that you... Just pop around there. Yeah. I'll tell you what I might do is go and get a spray tan and hire Mrs. Sachs for an afternoon of smooth grooms. <laughs> exactly. Perfect. <laughs> what a day. What a day. <laughs> All right. Um, we'll see you on Friday. Right. See you on Friday. Bye. you like Josh Widdicombe, you're in luck. That's because the co-host of Parenting Hell and The Last Leg Maestro is the guest on the first episode of the Always Be Comedy podcast. Out now and with me, your host and MC at Always Be Comedy, James Gill. Each week, the cream of comedy curates their fantasy comedy gig. Who'd open? Who'd close? What gig nightmare do they never want to relive? All this and much, much more. It's essentially comedy gossip and chat. You know, I remember this the other day, my first ever gig. Oh, it was like a Friday night open mic night. And they said, we'll just announce you on when you're on. We haven't got a running order. It's a bit free form. I got to the end of the night and then they wrapped it up and they'd forgotten to put me on. And I'd sat there the whole night. We've also got Stuart Lee, Harry Hill, Jen Brister, Ben Bailey Smith, Maisie Adam, Al Murray, Rachel Paris, and many, many more coming up. That's the Always Be Comedy podcast, out now with new episodes every Tuesday. Do you ever feel like topical comedy only ever tends to come from one angle? Well, I'm Jeff Norcott, host of What Most People Think, and my show jokes about all sides, jokes about Tories, jokes about Labour, jokes about everyone. If there's any Lib Dems listening, there isn't. <laughs> with returning guests from across the political spectrum, including Ramesh Ranganathan, Simon Evans, Catherine Ryan, Constantine Kissing, David Baddiel, Andrew Doyle, Al Murray, and more. Sometimes we'll make good points, sometimes we'll make cheap jokes, but whatever we do, we'll be trying our best to get to the heart of what most people think.